This is Glenn. And this is Linda Dawson. And you're listening to Preparing Our Hearts for Worship, where we research the history of old-time hymns and authors to learn about the author's inspiration and the scriptures behind the writing of the hymns. Today we are looking at Footsteps of Jesus, written by Mary Bridges Kennedy in 1871. Sweetly, Lord, have we heard thy calling. Come, follow me. And we see that that footstep falling lead us to thee. And the refrain goes, Footprints of Jesus that make the pathway glow. We will follow the steps of Jesus where'er they go. Though they lead o'er the cold dark mountain seeking his sheep, or along Shalom's fountain, helping the weak. If they lead through the temple holy, preaching the word, or in homes of the poor and lowly, serving the Lord. Then at last, when on high he sees us, our journey done, we will rest for the foot of Jesus in at his throne. Mary Bridges Kennedy was born in Fall River, Massachusetts, on January 18, 1826. She was the 11th of 13 children born to William and Susan Luther Kennedy. As a young woman, she married Albion King Slade, and the couple had at least four children. She's well-educated and became a minister's wife, a teacher, and a poet. She was assistant editor of the New England Journal of Education. She also wrote hymns, Sunday school materials, and books on education primarily used for training teachers. She authored a children's magazine, Wide Awake. It was written for children, a subject that influenced her efforts as an editor of the New England Journal of Education. She and her husband were active in the Underground Railroad, helping slaves to freedom. She was a warm-hearted Christian woman. This is a good song for children to learn, for adults to sing, and for us to practice, so we might be encouraged to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. She spent her whole life living in the same town and died in Fall River on April 15, 1882. It's a message that may be hard to teach. It must be shown through example. It's something that must be lived. Don't hide yourself from a life that will make you wise, it suggests. Be aware how to best live, so to live on after you're done here. Footprints of Jesus has also been printed as Footsteps of Jesus in some hymnals. The original song had seven stanzas, although only four of them are commonly used today. Asa Brooks Everett provided the melody for the hymn. This song discusses what following Jesus entails. Verse 1 tells us that footsteps of Jesus are steps meant for example. Sweetly, Lord, we have heard thee call. Come follow me. And we see thy footsteps falling. Lead us to thee. The means that we hear Jesus calling today is through the gospel, as we read in 2 Thessalonians, 2.14. Yet by means of the gospel, 
He still calls us to follow him as he did the apostles of old. Read in Mark 1, 16, 17. Peter tells us that Jesus left us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. 1 Peter 2, 21 and 22. Verse 2 tells us that footprints of Jesus are steps of helping others. Though they lead over the cold, dark mountains, seeking his sheep, or along by Siloam's fountains, helping the weak. Jesus told the story of the good shepherd who went through the cold, dark mountains, Matthew eighteen twelve. The purpose of the shepherd was to seek his sheep, found in Luke fifteen four through 5 Jesus himself went by Siloam's fountains to help men seek, found in John 9, 1-7. Verse 3 tells us that the footsteps of Jesus are steps of proclamation. If they led through the temple holy, preaching the word, or the homes of the poor and lowly, serving the Lord. Jesus often went to the temple holy, Mark fourteen forty nine. His purpose was to preach the word, as in Matthew eleven five. We must likewise follow his example to serve others rather than being served, as in Matthew twenty six twenty eight. Verse 4 tells us that the footprints of Jesus are steps of sorrow and suffering. If thy way and its sorrows sharing, we go again up the slope of the hillside, bearing our cross of pain. Jesus certainly experienced the way of sorrow and suffering, as illustrated in Gethsemane, Luke twenty-two forty-one through 44. And he endured even more suffering as he went up the slope of the hillside bearing his cross in John nineteen seventeen, We too must go through life taking up our cross to follow him in Luke nine twenty three. Verse 5 tells us the footsteps of Jesus are steps that we will walk in the streets of heaven. By and by, through all the shining portals, turning our feet, we shall walk with the glad immortals. Heaven's golden streets. Portals are gates, and the eternal city is pictured as having twelve gates as in Revelation twenty one twelve. It also pictured as being populated by glad immortals who have done the Lord's commandments as in Revelation twenty two fourteen. And it is described as having a street of gold in Revelation twenty one twenty one. Verse 6 tells us that the footprints of Jesus are steps which will lead to rest at his throne. Then at last, when on high he sees us, our journey done, we will rest where the steps of Jesus end at his throne. When the Lord returns, we shall see him as he is, and he will also see us. 1 John 3, 2 Even before then, if he tarries, our journey will be done when we pass from this life in death, Revelations fourteen thirteen. But either way, the promise of Jesus is that those who follow him here will sit down with him on his throne, just as he sat down with his father on his throne, Revelations three twenty one. Finally, the chorus states our desire to follow in the steps of Jesus, footprints of Jesus that make our pathway glow, 
will follow the steps of Jesus wherever they go. Mary Slade wrote something that expressed her beliefs and the way she lived in 1871. Not much is written of her, except she was a caring, loving Christian, a personality that reflected her character. You can see she must have struggled with her life of kindness, a condition that she shared in the words she wrote. She wasn't wearing rose-colored glasses, admitting that helping the weak and serving the poor and lowly came hand-in-hand with weeping and cross-bearing. But we can see that she was keeping her goal, the goal of any Christian in mind. Following him meant going through valley, sure, but it also brought her heavenly reward, a fact that was important to Mary as she wrote the final two verses. Whatever specific circumstances were at work in her life in 1871, Slade's message was twofold. Serving him by taking care of others might be distressing, but that's the path to him and to lifelong eternal happiness. Being a minister's wife must have helped her hearing the message constantly, perhaps even daily. Combining this role as minister's wife and his ear with her training as a teacher and skill as an editor gave her the capacity to tell us how she was spurred to follow her Lord. Maybe this is a message that she herself was becoming more and more conscious as a life she longed for in heaven. I began my walk with Jesus 68 years ago. I wish I could say every step I took was in his steps, but I cannot. As I think back over the year at the times I have strayed off the path going on in my own direction, my heart breaks. It breaks for the Lord I abused his great sacrifice. I flaunted his forgiveness. Not that I was a murderer or a thief, but there were times I had anger in my heart and times I wished I had things that I didn't have. I think my example was at times was less than I knew it should be. As I get older and more mature, things have changed for the better. But as I compare it to this great example, I pale in comparison. Despite myself, he has never left me. He has kept his promise to me. He draws me to himself. I think today I look more closely for those steps of Jesus. I long to be close to him, know and feel his presence. Just now, I know he's right here with me. I'd like so much to introduce him to you. He is as close to you as he is to me. Take this moment right now. Trust and receive his love for you. Ask for his forgiveness for you ignoring him for your own personal interest. Invite him into your life. Let him show you things you never knew about. Find his joy, his peace, his love, his rest. Let him take control of your life. Let's listen to Glenn play Footsteps of Jesus. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for being with us today. We hope you enjoyed the program. Please share our program with your friends on Facebook and other media. Help us expand our listenership and reach people for Christ. Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast is a production of Glendost Evangelistic Association. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization here in Lexington, Kentucky. If you'd like us to play one of your old-time favorite hymns, just let us know on social media. And you can listen to our music on the web via your favorite music streaming application. And remember, you could just ask Alexa to play our podcast. We'll say goodbye for now, and we'll see you next week on Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast.